Welcome, dear listener. Before we jump into this episode, which I must say has proved to be one of my personal favorites, we want to say thank you to Don't Split the Podcast Network, all those who have taken a moment to help us stay on the map with an iTunes rating, and to our amazing Patreon donors. We are so close to hitting our next donation goal. Consider helping us out with a small monthly donation and gain access to rewards like exclusive access to audio episodes of our new After Hours Twitch segment. Also, before we begin, we want to give a shout out to our friends at Polymorph Crafts. They sent us one of their new mimic chests that now has successfully been kickstarted. We were so grateful to be gifted such a fine piece of craftsmanship to hold, store, contain our dice, our cards, and even our beverages. You have to check out these amazing multi-use chests by going over to kickstarter.com and checking out the mimic chest. All right, that's all from me. Now here's the show. Gather round, travelers, to hear our tale. This time our heroes are left to their devices as the Keep operatives race to find answers. What ill has befallen Isolde? How is Salye handling her recent blast from the past? Are Arnadel and Aaron finally going to happen? Find out in episode 26, Punch Drunk Maidens. Yay! Hello! Hello, everybody! Hey, guys! What's up? Yeah! Does everyone like my D&D shirt? Choose your weapon. Nice. I've always wanted one of yeah, those. those are pretty rad. Um, at Gen Con, all the baristas at Starbucks had those shirts oh. in Starbucks oh. green. It was amazing. Wow. They were pandering so hard. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> they were... I, loved, I loved every second. They were attached to the hotel, that, like one of the hotels that hosted Gen Con, and then they had this, oh, I'm yeah. not, I mean, after our time at Starbucks, it's taken me a very long time to be able to, like, drink Starbucks again. Um, and even then, mm-hmm. it's still, like, when I'm in a pinch. But they did have this drink that was the Dungeon Master's Brew that was really fucking good. It was. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah, well, welcome back, everybody. I feel like Nassim and I just had our own little little stream last time, so it's nice to have all the maidens together again. It's Indeed. been like a month. We've had a lot oh of moments, gosh. and Saya needs her family back, which has become yeah. you guys. Yeah, she, you know, my, the cold support. embrace of my voice is not enough anymore. We need... <laughs> You need everybody else. Yeah, I guess let's uh, let's get this puppy started. I got my beer ready. I'm having my flag in this evening. Hello, everyone. Very nice. Of dead guy rogue. So this mean little skull man with a pope nice. hat. I like rogue, <laughs> which is great. Anyway, everyone, h- hello. Welcome to episode 26 of the Venture Maidens podcast. I am your dungeon master, Celeste Conowich. I am your elven warlock, Brittany, played, uh, playing Arnadel Ithil. I'm uh, Saya Noor, played by Nassim. And I'm Sage, and I play Kara. And I need you all to tell me what happened last episode of Venture Maidens. Well, I guess I'll start. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody watched or listened, so I expect everybody to be chiming in a little bit here. But yeah, yeah, lead lead us off, Nassim. What happened to you? (laughs) First thing, I got led down to the dungeons of the keep uh, by Mm -hmm. Azold, and 
she was saying that she needed to test my resolve, I guess, and she didn't trust anything I would say or do. She wouldn't help me, and then she just flashed me into some other person's body that I then quickly came to realize was, well, not really quickly, after some shock and terror. <laughs> it was a little yeah. delayed. Yeah. Shock and terror. She realized that she was some friend of the, the, the her parents and that they were all monks doing some ritual together, practicing their skills. Summoning elementals. Summoning el- their respective elementals, yeah. Yeah. And then what happened in that vision? And oh man, that mud fight was just a mess. Hot <laughs> was. mess as you fought the earth elemental, which is a mud man, came out. And who did that elemental belong to? That was... Is that Aram? Aram. Your puppy. Yeah. Your dad was an earthbender? <gasps> the mad masked man is an earthbender. I'm not sure which book I took my notes in. <laughs> I have, All the books. Yeah, I have so many notebooks. This is bad. <laughs> Too many books. Yes. So uh, Aram had summoned his elemental first, and you all had teamed up to help him defeat it. And he had, and then been imbued with the power of the earth elemental. Mm-hmm. And then what was the next elemental that was summoned? The, That's when the, things went a little bit south. Yeah, it was the fire nado. <laughs> One. The <laughs> miasma. Yeah. I learned a big word. Miasma. Uh, yes, there was a fire nado with sharks, and it was terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was from your parents' friend, Rumi, who had summoned that elemental. And then basically it had been way too powerful, big old, incredibly strong elemental. And what had happened to combat this? Uh, well... Because Rumi was, like, passing out and losing all of his strength, my mother, like the fucking rad bitch she is, <laughs> summoned the the water, the hy- Hydra? What was it? All Hydra is her name. Yeah, and that's when I recognized that that's the connection I felt back in the temple or underneath that yeah. city when I was yeah, praying right. to her. Uh, this was the moment. It was a moment. And she was using its power to drain the the creature. And then we all did our little teleportation chant thing. Yeah. And I got flashed. Got the hell out of yeah. there. But then I got flashed forward back into the room with Isolde. And there was some smoky thing enveloping her and around my circle. But I was surrounded by a case of water. I just watched the, the, the YouTube episode. So <laughs> yes. it's, it's all fresh. Uh, so, uh, she was like, oh, no, you need to stay and focus, finish your task. And then I got launched forward into another memory where I was inside, or I was kind of my mother slash the, the elemental within her. And, uh, I saw that same vision that I saw way back in, like, the earlier episodes of her fighting that masked creature with, uh, a burning village surrounding her. Ah, yes. Oh man, what episode was that? It was like ten or something. It, it was it was pretty early, yeah. It's all knitting together, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a beautiful tapestry of story. Uh, yeah. So you had zoomed forward into that fight, and you had participated as Olhydra, who is now linked to your mother in some way. It was hard to separate the two of them. Uh, and then at one point, the figure had revealed 
himself. Yeah. So the mask came off. Mm. Yeah. What what happened? Ah! What was that? That was intense. It was my papa. Yeah. But it wasn't though. It wasn't. No, why he was possessed clearly. And uh, it, but it was so goddamn tragic. I'm still recovering from it. Yeah. It's gonna stay with me. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and my mother was forced to fight him, and then it eventually led to both of their deaths. And I could feel the water elemental being pulled out of her. And that's when I came back into the dungeon again. And I was like on the floor, and I heard the voice. Of that same, the same voice I've heard a few times now in some of these visions, tell me mm. that he was coming to get me. Yeah, it's real boogeyman esque. He would be there for you soon, and yeah. he loves you. Yeah. And what had you seen about Azolt this whole time? She was just like oh. cold and out on the ground, and Arnadel had just busted in the door. So you had seen during that middle part of all of this, Azold seemed to have been fighting something. She got off, pinned, trying to didn't she? Yeah, trying to keep you in the vision. Yeah, some invisible force and the smoke had rolled over her, and you had seen her screaming face with blood rolling down her face, like out of her eyes, and she was just completely collapsed, cold on the ground. So, scene lovely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, scene basically all of episode twenty-five took place. In the five to ten minutes it took Arnadel to run from the council chamber down below to the dungeons, you had blown open this door just with sheer arcane power and rage that your friend was in danger. You had blown open the doors and you see this scene before you of Saye screaming down on her knees with this water shield sort of thing around her and Azold toppled over on the ground in front of her and this faint lingering smell in the room that that you can't really place but it sound it's like a mix of different spices herbs like you would smell in a, an apothecary shop and as you just burst in and take all this in the shield around Saye just melts all of a sudden you hear the splashing of just like a bucket of water falling and splattering on the ground and Saye just sort of topples over onto the ground and as old as completely out cold on the stone floor and okay here we i are. immediately just some, i am so hopped up on adrenaline um i run over to Sawya and like h- hold you and then i yell at, at alistar to fly as fast as possible to go get one of the other members of the elysium keep because this is a Clearly an emergency. Like, Isolde has got blood all over her face. <laughs> yeah, her her face, yeah, it's just a covered mass of blood, basically. Looking at her, oh, like, without a medical check, you have no idea where the blood is coming from or if she has wounds, like, but it's, yeah, yeah clearly this is a bad situation. not what Arnadel was expecting to come into. So, like, quick thinking tells Alistar <laughs> she can, I can speak through Alistar. And, like, I just have Alistar fly and just, you hear, help, 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 get to the, I need help in the dungeon, yeah. help. You hear this, like, little hissing sound from him as he's startled, like he was on your shoulder. Yeah. And then he jumps down and, like, tumbles, runs for a moment, looking back at you, looking around, and then takes off. Um, Did Arnadel see any of the smoke when she busted in? Arnadel has not seen any smoke. Okay. You still see faint traces of it, mm. just All right. dissipating around the room. Saya, are you Okay. What happened? 
What happened to Isolde? How do you feel? Are you hurt? Uh, I, I don't know what happened. This smoke thing came into the room and I was, I was somewhere else. I saw my mom and then, and then I was here and then there was this, the smoke talked to me and then I saw my dad. My dad is a monk and but he was the guy under the mask, but now they're, they're both gone. They killed each other and she's just rambling on and nothing is connecting. Uh... Uh, uh, I think it's- she wants to like run out the door and see if she can see the smoke leaving the the dungeon and like going out the corridor or anything. She yeah, you you do. You get up, you run to the door. It looks like the smoke didn't like escape from the doors. It just seemingly is disappearing. It's not going through cracks or anything. It's not following a pattern of normal smoke. So you look outside and there's nothing there, and you turn around and all the traces of the smoke are gone from the room. Um, I turned to tech magic on to look at his old. Okay, um, Isolde has that aura about her. She is innately magical, uh, so that kind of golden glow of divine magic about her. Her aura is speckled with these strange purple and black spots, almost, Mm. as if, like, oil has been splashed onto it, you know? It has that weird kind of shifting quality to it. Should I, do you want me to roll an arcana check to see if I understand what school of magic this is, or... Uh, sure. Yeah. That's not. That's going to be a 16. Okay, so looking at it visually, you you aren't sure what kind of magic this is. You don't think it's any of the nine schools of magic that are typically found here. The magic seems alien and strange to you and it's it's almost like as you watch it more and more it's like these purple and black spots seem to be like punching holes in her own innate magic that's an emergency <laughs> it's 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 horrifying you've never seen anything like oh this. my god um Asaya is still within earshot does it feel, yeah does yeah it, so i was just at the edge of the dungeon does it feel like i could pick door. like would would i want to touch her or not like Probably not. I don't want to touch her. You, you don't think there's like a curse or anything on her, like or contagious. Or there's something wrong with her. Okay, so I grab her. I'm gonna grab. Her. I think of, I consider okay. it, and then I grab her and like, I don't know. Do you want me to make it? I I yell at Saya. Saya, help me. We've got to take her. There's something very wrong with Isolde right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. And she comes over and grabs the, her feet. Okay. Azold is surprisingly light as you pick her up. Um, you would guess maybe 90 pounds. Um, it's just the robes oh, wow. that are really like <laughs> hefty. Most of her weight. Yeah. And so you pick her up easily between the two of you and you take her outside to the, the dungeon, the pathway there. So you're on that lower balcony and then the set of stairs that were curling up to the main keep. And just as you get outside, uh, you hear a door fling open at the top of the stairs and you see the gliding form of Vlad just at the top of the stairs, and he begins to come down in his quiet way, not making a single step um, as he progresses. And without saying a word, he reaches out for Isolde and takes her from both of you, easily just picks her up like she, like no effort whatsoever, and begins to glide very quickly up the steps um, and away. Hurry, Rem will want to know what happened. And with that, he makes his way up to the top of the stairs and is gone. Uh, okay. And uh, Kara, at this point, you begin to hear a, ee! 
sound coming from um, outside of the door, and Alistar just sort of crash lands, like, right in front of the council chamber doors, and spins around chattering on the claw, and opens his mouth, and you just hear Arnadel's voice, like, help, help, <laughs> coming out. I can sa- I can give messages in real time. I'm like, Izzel, we're on our way back up to see you. Um, sorry, I'm rolling over. I was going to get the picture of Alistair Fitzpatrick. We're on our way to, up, to come up and see you. Can you, like, we'll be there soon. Uh, uh Rem okay. is like, what's, what's the matter? What's happened? Who are you? <laughs> She's like looking at the dragon like, what? Oh, that's Alistair. That's on these little, the dragon Oh, thing. I can, I can hear. Oh. Um, yeah, I can, yeah, you, you got it. What happened? What, what's going on? And at this point, Kristoff is up from his seat and his sword is drawn and he's moving over towards the door to like look at the windows, see if anybody is like attacking. I I'm out of breath and I you hear like a weird like <gasps> like panting sound as I explain everything through Alistar's mouth to everyone in the room. The minute Rem hears that Isolde is in trouble, she bounds around the table and just goes running out the door um, and down the steps. And at this point, so I'm going to see. say you all are sort of running towards each other and you see Vlad and Rem sort of meet in the courtyard. Yeah. Let's not forget that Kara is still holding a baby. <laughs> Kara does have a tiny baby in her arms. What is, okay, so what is Kara doing at this point? Rem goes running out of the room. Kristoff goes after her. Uh, yeah, Kara immediately... Uh, takes her axe in one hand and, like, baby in the other and is like, let's go, little buddy. <laughs> this is Kara's baby now. <laughs> I guess. <She's> like it. <laughs> Alright, uh, so you, you follow down, uh, with the party. And you all sort of meet in the central courtyard. Now, um, a few of the children have dispersed. They look like they've been contained and led other places uh so the courtyard is largely empty at this point and um vlad exchanges a couple low words with rem and uh you hear her say we need to get her to the tower immediately and they begin to take off towards the the wizard's tower that initially you guys had explored that had the teleportation gate in it and just goes running off in that direction without a care nobody cares about you guys right now they are in action mode and Kristoff uh, is falling quickly after them. I want to follow. Yeah. Up. Well, first I want to find the daycare and drop the baby <laughs> off. Excuse me, where is the daycare? <laughs> Where's the wet nurse? Uh, you see the door to the barracks on the other side of the courtyard. The door is thrown open right now, and you can hear the voices or screams and giggling of children coming from that direction. Perfect. She like runs out with it, like, <laughs> like bursts like, through the thump, door with thump, the axe, across. and the baby is like, "I need you to take this." Yeah. So everyone in the room is complete chaos. So it's a soldier's barracks that has been, now been turned over into a daycare. So children are just running about, screaming, jumping on beds, throwing things around, and D is sort of just standing in the middle of it, and she sees you, and she's like, "Oh, all right, yeah, uh, just another bit." Uh, all right okay bye and she takes it and you're gone and she's just like ah it's like a lion king moment and she's holding the baby above her head like what did you what have you done and uh turns back to face her particular situation 
Um, and you all are going running after. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Saya doesn't. Uh, Saya stays behind. All right. Well, where where um, are we right now exactly? So in the courtyard of the keep. So this okay. is on the first. Yeah. If there's a bench or something, she goes to it and sits down. She's silent. Yeah, absolutely. This is the area where, like, the combat ring usually is, like, uh, training will happen here, and then there are definitely benches lining the area. This is sort of the open courtyard to the, the cavern ceiling far above, so absolutely. Um, so the group following the big three, as they're they're running and they make their way up the steps of the arcane tower and they keep going, and after a while on the spiral staircase, uh, they seem to notice that you're following, and Kristoff raises his sword to both of you and I apologize, I do not think this is quite the time for all of you. If you could just make yourself scarce while we get a handle on this situation, that would be highly appreciated. We will report you later. Update you later. Silently nod. I'm where I think uh, we're in shock. Okay. Um, thank you. And he, he gives you a nod of dismissal and begins following everybody up the steps. So here we are. Yeah, the three of you are just sort of left in the dust as other things are happening in the tower right now. So what would you... Yeah, I look at, yeah. at Kara and I'm like, um, I think I'm crying, but not like, you know, sobbing. You know, I'm just like crying because of the intensity of everything, you know, like silent right. crying. You can cry and not realize you're crying. Um, I don't know yeah. if anybody's ever experienced hot, that. Hot tears. Um, so I turn to Kara and I've got tears streaming out of my eyes and I'm like, Kara, we got to check on Saya. I don't know what happened, but... We, we gotta find a quiet spot. Can we do that? I need a, I need a drink. <laughs> I start to crumble. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's see what's up with her. If you do want a drinking spot, the commons, um, if you remember, were sort of the keep tavern. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna, I hope if this is okay with you guys. I turn invisible. I go grab four, five bottles of whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> and then I, I come, I, and I get, I you know, it. like the baby kegs, like the mini kegs that are super tiny. I yeah. put one of those under my arm for Kara. And I, I, <laughs> I, I while still invisible, I, I use my awakened mind and I'm like, we're going to our rooms right now. I don't want to talk to anybody. We need to be alone. Even though you're not here, Kara audibly says, okay, <laughs> expecting that you would hear her respond. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's invisible right next to me. Yeah, it might be. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm by. I can hear you. Can we do that? <laughs> uh, it is It is absolutely no problem. When you go up to the commons, like where the drinking area is, D is clearly busy. There is um, no one here. You think you, well, you hear some clattering and muttering of things being moved around in Valerius's little office. So he might be there, but the door is closed. So it's no problem at all for you. Just grab as much alcohol as you want. I do that. I meet you guys back. All okay. right. Whose room are we going to? I don't Did know. Did you guys find me? Mind. I'm still in the courtyard. I'm. Oh, yeah. Well, while Brittany, was, while Arnadel was doing that, Carl. Yeah, we grabbed your ass. Yeah. <laughs> We we swooped you. She's been crying the whole time. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> we're, all, God, we're such a hot. This, oh, this, <laughs> this is a hot this mess is so episode. Great. 
Uh, I warned people. She doesn't want to be around you guys right now either. I. She's. Yeah. Do you want me to make a perception check? Inside check. You could also, you know, role play or talk to each other. That's true. That could be cool. So, yeah. (laughs) You know, like we can like play DD. You can like play some fucking DD. You you heard, you guys all heard what I said. I'm grabbing these bottles and we're going to our rooms. How about we start with Kara finding Sawyer on the bench while Arnadel is running to the tavern? Yeah, so Kara would come on over to you and be like really awkward and like, hey, uh, how's it going? She feels kind of shitty for being like thinking about earlier when she's like, no, if she's evil, then she should be dealt with. <laughs> and that that conversation's like playing over and she's like oh, thinking she's... I kind of feel like a bit of an asshole. Well, I mean, Saya wouldn't blame you. She she's probably I think she's emotionally exhausted. She doesn't want to talk. She thinks everything is her fault and it is. She's to blame for most of it. She's brought this part all this evil and shit has gone down because of her choices. And I don't think I can be around anyone right now. I'm causing too many problems. Well, uh, if if you'd like some space, then uh, I think Arnie's grabbing some booze, and we'll be up in my room if you uh, you know, wanna talk or something, you know, about your your feelings. Thank you. And she tries to <laughs> she tries to yeah, reach for your hand, gives, but then she gives stops. you like a real hug. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, she's crying even harder now. <laughs> it's very cut. Yeah, she's like really like hugging. She's like, oh, pet, pet, pet. <laughs> All right. She quickly tries to stop and pretend like she's better. Yeah. She's like, well, um, I'll see you later. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she gets like the wink and the gun. The Fonzie <laughs> fingers. Is that what just fucking happened? Kara is Fonzie. Everybody. Yeah. Dwarven Fonzie. Alright, so Kara, are you heading up to your room alone yes. to meet Arnadel with the booze? Booze delivery? Yep. Alright, so when you arrive at your room, um, there are packages that have been left for you. Your room has been made, for one. Uh, so, house service has come through, slash Vlad service. Uh, and on your bed is a small package and a slightly larger package. And a sack. Oh boy, it's like it's Yuletide, and she. Opens. Are you describing two naked boys? <laughs> what? Whoa! <laughs> Hang on, what just happened? Men, sacks, boys. No, no, no. Kara would not like that. Uh, so Arnold would know what to what, do with what? <laughs> Just so like Aaron's in, naked in your bed. Two, like hello, not welcome the right back time. from ten episodes away. <laughs> My love. Uh, so <laughs> in, the, dinners. in the smallest pouch is 150 gold pieces. In the other two pouches, please describe to me what is there. <laughs> the, the gifts from Rem that you have chosen. Oh boy. Um, so in one package would be a very beautiful uh, decanter, uh, like little like travel size decanter uh, made with this gorgeous, um, what's the word I'm looking for? embossed copper with these really spectacular like dwarven ruins Ooh. and she feels like a little <gasps> there's uh, a tag she... on it that says R and it has a little heart on it 
she yeah and car uh, car fills her heart just twitter paint <laughs> twitter paint that's a good word uh, <laughs> Um, and in the other package is a lovely leather bag of holding. It's a bag wrapped in a bag. On it. Maybe that one was actually in a box to deceive you. Ha <laughs> 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 um, All right. Uh, and at this point, I would say Arnadel probably comes charging in with a pony keg and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I saw... I, I, I'm assuming I just saw Kara talking and then... Saw you walking away, you have, and I was like, oh. You wouldn't have seen that um, since the tavern or the commons itself is on the upper oh. story. So you ran upstairs and ran around and Got back, back okay. to the room. So you haven't seen Saya okay. yet. So I come in, I'm like, oh, what? what? You got presents? Where's where's Saya? She said she wasn't in the mood to talk. Um, she said she might be by later, though. She was... She was really, really upset, like, really crying. But, you know, she seemed a little, uh, like she needed some me time. Yeah, that's super understandable. God, I don't know what happened. It's crazy. I think, Car, I'm sorry if I start crying, too. Um, I kind of, I'm petting Alistar, fine. too. And I'm like, I, I just hand you the keg. <laughs> I'm like, is there, did you get presents? And I... Put the bottles down real quick, run into my room real quick, and grab mine, and then run back into your room. There are present, the same presents for you. Well, two wrapped presents. You don't know what they are. Uh, but the bag of gold as well. Cool. I, um, did you already unwrap yours, Kara? Mm-hmm. Yeah, check this cool thing out as she holds up the decanter. Oh, that's gorgeous. Is that engraved? Full. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like... Oh, this is, it reminds <laughs> That's me of That's beautiful. Oh Choice. my gosh. Your grandpappy had one very, totally. very similar to this. Um, so I unwrap mine. I'm like, sweet. I have some gold, um, and which I will deposit into a bank of some kind soon. And <laughs> we <won't get> <laughs> the bank of Valerius. <laughs> I'd like to start making some investments. <laughs> oh, exactly. oh, you guys. Um, just wait. So <laughs> start our four hundred one. I open up a life insurance <laughs> policies for adventurers. Oh God, it's very, very it's very, very steep rates. Yeah. <laughs> um, I open up a this like weird thing that it's kind of rubbery, and um, in the magical fantasy world, nobody would know what the fuck this is, but in real world, it's a swim cap. <laughs> The That's best funny. item in the DMG, ladies and gentlemen. What the is swim the cap. swim cap? Let's my ass breathe underwater. Oh, lovely! I can do that too. It's a cap. Oh. But you know, <laughs> but you know, you know I've like I thought it be, might be fun to like play with mermaids or dolphins or whatever we used to play at like when we were at oh, pool. Hell Remember yes! Remember that shit? This is oh, a dream. Man, come true. the fuck out oh, of that yeah. game. I would try to be underwater as much as possible, and I always wished I could breathe water. So, end game. I have a Same. cap of water breathing. And then I grabbed, um, I was really excited for Saya to be in the room. And I, well, I don't have to tell you what it is, but to Kara, um, Arnadol's like, oh, I'm so glad that they got this. Oh, I didn't think that they would be able to find one. Um, and I lift up a, a, an orb. It's like a, looks like a crystal ball, kind of. Mm-hmm. About that big, right? It's about like three inches in yeah. diameter. I imagine it looking like the snitch from Harry Potter. So I open that up and I'm like, Look at Kara, and I'm like, Saya's never gonna have to have she any looks, issue with darkness after this little puppy. 
She looks unimpressed. Don't worry. It's cool. <laughs> I can't set the password for it. That's something that Salia has to do. Because if I do it, it'll, it'll listen to me. But anyway. Yeah, it'll lock you out okay. after three tries. It'll be a whole yeah. mess. Uh, yeah, then it resets. And then oh, it my God. Then you have to like call the hours. admin office. And like, man, Valerius will be so mad. Yeah, we're not dealing with We are not dealing with that. No. No. Cast forgot password. <laughs> Remember password. Oh, and then the temporary one doesn't work. Oh. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So I the I bite a, the damn cork off of one of the bottles and just start bottle drinking. Okay. All right. So you guys are getting shitty. Yeah. Did you, you guys see that Rick and Morty episode where they like get back after six days and they almost die you know the toxins yeah. one you know when they sit and cry and just like freak the fuck out in, in the spaceship mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. i think that's that's what i envision us doing <laughs> like happening. we almost died while you guys are opening your s- things and drinking uh sorry what are you doing she's spending a long time replaying the events from pretty much entering that underground temple till Mm -hmm. now and she's terrified that something terrible like that we can't help is old and that's just another death on her conscience uh, on top of the flooding and the ocean and destroying that city so she's about ready to just leave Mm -hmm. she thinks it'll be better for everyone but she's also weighing the responsibilities that the Sisters of Sorrow and her maidens, she cares about all of them, too. She probably eventually makes her way up there, but she hasn't said said anything yet. So after, like, 15 minutes of this passes, so the two of you have gone up to the room, carousing, you know, checking up on each other and Saya has just been laying on this bench in the courtyard the whole time you Saya you begin to hear the tromping of large feet coming towards you and you see Kristoff making his way across the courtyard headed straight towards you Mm -hmm. and as he gets to you his face is pretty much unreadable is sort of his MO but he's I think you should come with me she sits bolt up immediately and stands up and is ready to walk. And he leads you silently over to the wizard's tower and up a couple flights of steps and turns into a stone door, a long hallway, um, and another door. And you enter what looks like a small, uh, make like a medical room, um, just like one cot there and very bare furnishings and you see is old uh, now her face is clean and she's like in a just a white shift um lying she could be sleeping like on the bed right now you can see her chest rise and fall and rem is just sitting there like holding one of her hands like so intently like close staring at her um and christoph gets you into the room so it's a little bit cramped right now with all four of you in there and he closes the door behind and uh, Ram looks up at you and you can see her eyes are a little bit red, like she's been crying. She's alive. But it's hard to explain. There's something wrong with her. It's It's the same thing that's wrong with you. I'm so sorry, 
Saye, that we misjudged you. This clearly wasn't an evil that was in you. This was some kind of evil that was affecting you. And now it has Isolde as well because of our ignorance. And for that, I am so sorry. This is so confusing. Why won't anyone tell me what this evil is supposed to be? You keep talking about it. I don't know where it's coming from. How is it? Why would it go for me and now to her? I wish I had answers to give you. I am furious that I don't understand exactly what is happening. And I wish there was something I could say to elaborate what this is, but some kind of, I don't know, some kind of darkness, some kind of something has a hold on you. And I think it's clear that whatever that was is now influencing Isolde as well. What do you need me to do? I'll, I'll do anything. Uh, and Rem looks at Kristoff and Kristoff just gives her a blank expression like they go ahead and make a what's the sense motive now insight insight <laughs> insight 14 to you they're not they're not guarding their emotions at all they just they seem like very much on the level with you about being angry and hurt and feeling like personally responsible and confused and they're not mad at you they're just mad and like miserable that this old is in this situation and they don't know what to do either uh. um and rem is like uh all right well i don't know i clearly you you passed the test. There is nothing wrong with you. You would not have returned. None of this would happen if you yourself were under some kind of evil. I think it's something rather some... Something is touching you. Something is obsessed with you or, or part of you in some way. And perhaps Isolde touched it or activated it somehow and brought on its anger. We We don't know. We won't have answers for you. But I wanted you to know that She's, she looks over at Azold on the bed. She's alive, but there's something wrong with her, and we won't be able to know what exactly this attacker did until we do more research. Okay, well, I mean, the we could keep playing out this scene, but it's getting a little heavy, and, uh... yeah. It's basically, Saya is the same throughout. She's just open ears and willing to do whatever. She She's amazed that she passes the test. I don't know how. She still very much feels the responsibility of her actions. Yeah, and sort of at the end of it, Ram is, we'll let you know if anything else happens. But no, you are welcome here. And we are sorry, so sorry that I misjudged you and brought us here. Uh, please don't be. She turns around and walks out. Uh, and jumping back to our two companions up in the room. What's going on up there? 
Kara is trying to do a keg stand with the tiny keg. <laughs> Would Kara like to make an acrobatics check for me? <laughs> yeah. It is so tiny. Take disadvantage because it is so tiny. All right. <laughs> uh, three. Yeah. Uh, you fall a-, a lot, and you hit like the edge of your bed, and you hear like your head thunks against something. But you're so used to that, you're just like think it's hilarious and kind of goes spinning. <laughs> She's like, Arnie, Arnie, are you watching? I'm gonna do it this time. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> You guys are having a great time. Just like somersaulting around her room, basically. With a loud, like, doosh. Arnadol's just, like, you know, like, imagine her sitting on the floor with her back against your bed and her head's, like, on the bed. And Mm -hmm. she's got, like, a bottle in each hand. And she's just, like, limp and stunned and in shock. And just kind of, like, (laughs) tears are still streaming down her face her eye you know her face and she's kind of glassy eyed as she's just like this is the saddest sleepover ever. <laughs> I know. Or sleepover she's ever. just someone just got dumped at the sleepover. She is super yeah. worried Seriously. about Saya. She's super worried. Like Kara, you probably can't tell, but she's actually really relieved to be around you right now. Like it doesn't look like Aww. it, but that that like sturdiness you know like you're just doing your car thing like you're very like um you're the rock (laughs) right now and she's just like holding on to you as the storm is like raging and uh she's just she can't stop thinking about all the things also everything's racing in her mind she's wondering what the fuck just happened she's think she keep one loop that she's stuck on couple actually she almost lost her pseudo dragon she was ready she was ready to kill yeah for Sawyer. She was ready to fucking kill. She was like Aww. I can't stress that. She was about she was about to blast. We almost got in a girl in our girl oh, fight. Oh man, it would have been a magical girl fight and I probably would have lost, but Arnadel isn't aware of that. She's just thinking she was about, she was going to try to hurt as much as possible and then that came to a screeching halt. And now the con- con- conflict is I'm going to get kicked out. What was I thinking? And then that's also sandwiched in with what the fuck was that magic? What Isolde is like one of the most powerful magic users I've ever met outside of Kelvin. Like she's so confused. There's clearly something really intense that's like happening. She's wondering if she's ever read about this type of magic. Like her brain is like a lightning storm right now. It's, right. She just. Totally. <laughs> and the emotions. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Saye, where? To be. Yeah, Saye, where are you going after they excuse you from the tower? I'm going to my room. Okay. Yeah, she wants to pass the fuck out. Okay. So you hear both Kara and Arnadella, like, or will you hear Kara doing flips or something? Trouncing around loudly. All right, guys, the super happy fun episode. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so Kara eventually gets dizzy and just kind of flops down on the ground next to Arnie and then like gives her like a firm like pat on the thigh like what's going on? You got the thinky face on. I like roll my head over <laughs> pathetically. Um I just I hiccup I've actually never hiccuped while drunk, but maybe Arnadel's a drunk hiccupper. Um have you ever I, you know, she, I would see it. I could see it. You you guys have hiccuped 
from being drunk. I've never. After being, uh, after sobering up after being drunk, that's when I hiccup. I call well, that not because I'm heaving. drunk, but I've hiccuped during, you know, inebriation. I've never. I've just, <laughs> okay, anyway. I guess Arnadel's a hiccupper. So she hiccups and then looks at you and she's like, I think I need to go to bed. I, Cara, I, I want to fill you in on everything, but and she's kind of drunk, like sad drunk. I just need to go to bed. I'm sorry. And then she passes out on, on your floor. <laughs> <laughs> After you've been asleep for a couple minutes, she, like, picks you up very gently and, like, very gently, gingerly places you on the bed. Oh, thanks. And puts a blanket over you and just goes to pass out. Okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. (laughs) Switch sees. You made sure to Uh, put me on my side, turn my head away. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Put you in the hind. hind She's, Arnadel's a lot heavier than you imagined. Yeah, she kind of fumbles for a second because she's like, oh shit. <laughs> this girl's bricks. Saye, when you get to your room, before you can lie down, you see that there are two parcels for you on the bed um, and a gold pouch. Ooh, the gold pouch, I, I can assume is money. Yes, 150 gold. Yeah, she doesn't bother looking in it. She just puts it on, on a table or something nearby the mm-hmm. bed and then opens the, the gift thing. To find what she- a what? What is it called exactly? Fireball ne- necklace of necklace of fireballs. Necklace of fireballs, which has, is like I imagine it looks like a beaded, like you know those bracelets that monks hand out to you all the time. It's kind of looks like yeah. that. So it's got the tassel at the end of it, and uh, it's kind of glows like the like a red marble almost, oh sapphire Absolutely. marble thing. That's what it looks yep. like. And it has like totally. eight or nine charges or blasts. Yeah, so actually, let me roll for it. So, it, oh yeah, you rolled max, so it has nine. Woo! On it. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Nine beads. Um, did you pick your other thing? Was it two things? Yeah, you got two things. It's okay. Oh, we'll we'll circle back. You're and there is another really around. awesome gift that we'll hear about later. <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> so you scoop those off your bed and go to sleep. Yes. And everybody try goes to. to sleep. And the evening passes. Oh, boy. Another exciting mid-roll achievement unlocked! Huzzah! I have something pretty cool to talk to you about today, and that is our new show segment called After Hours. This is a new segment Brittany and I stream on Twitch every other Wednesday between Venture Maintenance recordings. We play two barbacks who live at the Elysium Keep, and every segment we steal a different exotics, drink from Dee's stash, gossip about the characters from our campaign, and answer questions. Sort of a Dear Abby style. Questions like, how do I introduce my half-orc boyfriend to my strict elven parents? Or, my partner and I tried polymorph in the bedroom, but now we've lost the scroll. What do we do? You can send in questions for us to discuss on the show through any of our social media platforms. If you missed the live stream, we will have the audio versions of these segments available on our Patreon. Donating just $1 will give you access to these episodes every other week. Okay, now I'm turning it over to Sage to talk about our sponsor this week, then we're jumping right back into the story. Oh my god, can you guys believe the shenanigans that are happening in the first half of this episode? 
Alright, well let's take a break from that to tell you how you guys can improve the shenanigans that happen in your game. Hero Lab from Lone Wolf Development is an excellent resource that makes character creation a breeze. It automatically attracts your modifiers for every stat, ability, item, spell, and option you select. Like, holy Jesus guys, having to not keep track of all that like stupid micromath is amazing. Not to mention, their automated validation system verifies that all the prerequisites, minimums, and all other requirements have been met, which means that you just get to focus on the creativity and background of your character. Hero Lab also acts as an electronic character sheet at the game table, keeping track of your health, abilities, and so much more during your game. Hero Lab supports Pathfinder, Shadowrun, and many other game systems including 5th Edition, 4th Edition, Mutants and Masterminds, and Call of Cthulhu. Save your hero, then print one using many of the output options. You can email it to someone who also uses Hero Lab, or you can just save it as a PDF. The validation engine verifies that your character has satisfied all of the rules and provides a detailed report of any mistakes that it found and highlights them so you can make a quick and easy correction. You can also easily add custom content from armor classes to feats to races and spells, and it allows to modify existing content or add your own from scratch. Fantasy Grounds and D20 Pro allows you to create a Pathfinder or D20 system character in Hero Lab before transferring them to the D20 Pro or Fantasy Grounds virtual tabletop for maximum synergy and creativity. So definitely check them out because, let me tell you, I've gotten sick of having, you know, whiskey and beer and all of these things all over my character sheets and having this allows me to have a wonderful very neat very organized character sheet so that i can focus on the game it is an excellent resource and you guys should definitely check it out now let's get back to the show when you all wake up you are all awoken by the sounds of screaming children voices coming from okay. no the child's voices the ones where you can't tell if they're sad or angry or delighted <laughs> oh god that's yeah. the worst yeah uh just <laughs> running around like somewhere outside and uh that's the first thing you hear so what are we all doing first thing we wake up in our rooms Kara finds a trash can to puke because of her terrible hangover yes uh <laughs> somehow a bucket has appeared in your room in my room as if somebody oh. sensed your needs Everybody has a bucket. She, like, leans over and she's like, Flange, you're the best. <laughs> I... What? <laughs> doesn't get hangovers. She wakes up. She's an elf. She's yeah. sore because she fell asleep on the floor for a minute. And gets up and brushes her teeth and goes into her room and sees Kara and is like, oh. Before you walk into the room, you see that there is a note, Arnadelle, tacked on your bedroom door. And um, in a nice script, but also a little little bit like boyish, trying to be nice, um, it says, <laughs> I heard you were back. Oh. I know things are a little bit crazy right now, but if you have any time, uh, I'll, I'll be in the commons for a while with Valeria. So stop by. Signed, Aaron. And, I'm excuse dying. me, is Aaron spelled with an I or an O? A-A-R- Owen. Oh, damn it. Well, he dots the rest of his eyes with a heart in the note. <laughs> <laughs> Just tacking on. Just, yeah. It's actually in pink gel pen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. So it's got it's a probably his it. sister's. No, it's not. That's the first thing I think. Oh, it's probably his sister's pen. 
stationary. <laughs> right? He has a sister named... Don't tell me I remember... Mila. Mila. That's right. Mila. Anyway, um, I... I'm kind of groggy because we were up late and I cr- I'm not, I look like shit. You know when you cry really hard and your face is swollen and puffy and you look like you haven't slept in like 48 yeah. hours plus? Arnadel's like, ugh, uh, shit, okay. Um, <laughs> like it's the first, she's, she's real excited, but also just like, fuck, the na- oh god, I need like a day. <laughs> um, so she puts, she like yeah. gets some wet water and like, blots her face and tries to like make sure the water's really wet <laughs> i was thinking it doesn't work i was gonna, dry. I was wet gonna water. think of like a, a washcloth she's gonna wet a washcloth that was happening. anyway <laughs> yeah so, okay. hard water dry water and then powdered water misted. um she's gonna Some evaporated water <laughs> yeah <laughs> so she's gonna try to help she's like all right stay cool be calm you just went through some tough shit. There's no reason for you to be nervous. And then, like, kind of decides instead of rushing down to the common, she's going to help um, Kara. I'm going to give you some water and maybe That's wipe sweet. your face because uh, from the vomit or the drool. <laughs> and <laughs> she she feels so much love yeah, for you. We, she like can't even. Yeah, express you're it. you look like you look like you need some help. You know, like the terrible hangover. It's just like okay, I'm I'm here for you. And then yeah. real quick, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go check on Sawyer real quick. Is that okay? Are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> this isn't my first okay. rodeo, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she warms her face. It's like really sloppily. And then she looks around for her decanter. Oh, I want Kara <laughs> to be my grandma. I just like, I want that in my life. Yeah, how old is Kara again? You, she's well, she's a dwarf, yeah. so she's she's a hundred years oh, old. Okay, you all you all appear to be around the same age. Yeah, though. she looks like she's like in her like early twenties. I'm pretty sure Arnadel. I put That's her crazy. down as like a hundred seventy, two hundred. Oh, you're young. No, then. I made her two hundred. Oh, 200. yeah. I want her to be a little bit more so, than like early twenties. She's like my. I want her to be my age now. She's thirty. Oh no, that's weird. If her, she's a virgin, she's yeah, a virgin. let's thirty no. old virgin, two hundred right, old canon. virgin. She's one fifty. Canon. Arnadel's one. You all, you all. I all imagine you being like looking mid twenties. Word. That's oh, Saya's young. I, I, I imagine Saya nineteen or twenty. Oh, okay. right on. Okay, so yeah, Saya is like wise. Dwarven, twenty-two in dwarven years. Yeah. So I, I want to yeah. make my way to Saya's room and like kind of politely knock just like saya well this whole time see this is this is a little stupid that i want to do it but i feel like it's something saya would try to do because i know at least you've already kind of gone over that the the spirit the elemental spirit i already felt it leave and it's not really there anymore but oh no it's she's still there the evil left you (laughs) Oh. You felt you felt it leave your mother. Oh. And now it lives in you. So in that vision you felt it when your mother died, the elemental left and went somewhere else. But that elemental is still in you. Oh, okay. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. Uh, so in the vision you saw the moment when the elemental and your mother parted ways. But now you understand what the elemental meant when it said you can hold me like your mother once did. Hmm. Mm. So she's still there. All right, then. So Saya wants to definitely try to 
invoke her somehow and speak to her and ask, was that you showing me those memories when I was in the dungeon with Isolde? Can you show me more? Go ahead and make a diplomacy or persuasion for me. Oh, oh shit. That was a one. That was a one. Okay. Wow, and I got a natural 20. What is happening here? She purses her lips. (laughs) Okay. You... Crickets. (laughs) You're like just stumbling out in the darkness trying to get something and you actually like just say it out loud and you're like, meh. Uh, and you feel this warmth in your mind. Like something is there with you and wants to be there. But you just sort of miss each other. Oh, we're not in it's tune yet. The night. Yeah, it's still new. But you get a feeling of warmth. Like something is there supporting you. It's comforting. You. It is comforting. She's calmer. Uh, so you come into my room, Arnadel? Yeah. I, well, if you let me, I'm knocking and be like, hey. Yeah, no, she's like, come in. Um, I crack the door open and kind of like peek inside, just like, hey, how you doing? A little better. But she she like immediately wraps you up in a big hug, a bear hug. It's like, thank you so much for coming down. I'm so glad you were there when I woke up. Oh, yeah. I hug you back. I like it's I Orna's just like, okay, I cried too much. I'm trying to see Aaron. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. And she's just like, like hugs you really (laughs) hard, too. Yeah. Yeah. She's just so grateful that the first thing she saw. Well, at least not really when she woke up was it was was you. So it was comforting, too. And she's she's down to like (laughs) we're 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 so smushy. (laughs) 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 Kara pukes because of the sugariness going on in the other room. (laughs) If you guys don't like role playing in D and D, you can get out of this podcast right now. We're also keeping it fucking real. We're dealing with PTSD. Does everybody? Nobody ever stops and thinks about PTSD. Of characters in these very crazy situations. Seriously. Like just, We're all storytellers, okay? Fuck. We okay, are. so I, I look up, uh, I look at Saya, and I, I I guess, like, would you want me to roll an insight check to see if Saya wants to talk about it or not? Arnadel doesn't even know if she wants to talk about it. She She's trying to, she's on the fence about, like, hashing this out or, hey, like, let's have a normal day. Just... Uh, Either one. Resolve it between yourselves yeah. before we go to the diary. I, I, I would say if, if you ask her, she'll she'll tell you, um, both of you, no problem. But uh, she, she isn't trying to hide how she feels about it. She's very clear. She's taking responsibility. She's sorry. She needs to be at her side and she's going to do whatever it takes so that this doesn't happen again to anyone else. And she swears that it'll never happen to either of you. I I believe you. It, I know it wouldn't. I. It made me so... And I guess we'll talk about it. Arnadel's gonna say, it made me so angry that they accused you of being evil. They have no idea. It made me so angry. And it made me angry that it made you believe that you were evil or something was wrong with you. And, like, you just see Arnadel... That's not important. It is. It is to me. If it's not important to you, it is absolutely important to me. And... When I, when you agreed to going, 
into the trial and I told you I'm with you no matter what, I'm serious. And Kara. Like, it may I'm still angry. Saya. I'm like, I'm still angry with the organization that they felt like it was necessary, that they couldn't have found another way. They were really going to resort to the possibility of you dying from this. And I like Aren't it all starting like to question it. things? <laughs> um, well, don't feel too upset about it. I they... would also just call in that, Kara, you can hear this conversation happening if you want to. Oh, in- yeah. Interject yeah. at any time. She, yeah, eventually, I was about to say, she was she would uh, put her hair up on a very large and messy bun on top of her head. It basically looks like another small head. <laughs> yes, I know <laughs> it well. And she, like... <laughs> It's just like kind of like leans in through the door really slowly, like, "Hi guys." <laughs> hey, hey, Kara. She's she's put she put a breath mint. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pro. You're a fucking pro. pro morning after <laughs> she invented them. Uh, <laughs> yep, that that's also now canon. Yeah. So she she leads in. Uh, see you guys. Talk. I do. Want- I was just gonna say to <clears throat> Arnadel, don't feel too bad. They they felt the need for some reason to apologize to me. So they took some responsibility for this. They know what they did wrong, and I know what I did wrong too. What's actually wrong with her? What did you do wrong? I some that- evil. Some. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't have taken in that goddess. I feel like there could have been another way, but I just dove right in. Literally. (laughs) Saya, I I don't think that was bad. I don't think that was a bad choice. I think that was the right choice. There were there were reasons to do it and reasons not to do it, but either way, the the outcome I have to take responsibility for. Uh Kara plops down onto your bed. And it's like, I would not have made that choice, but it is what it is. And there's nothing we can do about changing it unless either of you know some crazy time magic or what. I don't even know if that's real. <laughs> it but, is real. You know, <laughs> we have it. Exactly. <laughs> well, there you the go. The point is to try and move forward and fix things. Yeah. Like you said, you know, you're doing what you can. And that's what counts. That's what makes you a... A good person at the end of the day. She cries to that immediately. <laughs> and then gives you a big bear hug. <laughs> She's just kind of like standing with her arms open like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so much hugging this morning. I think we're all happy we're each alive and able to do this. Arnadel makes a mental note. No, she'll tell you. She's like, I do really want. So guys, I have two reasons to go to the commons right now. One of them is definitely because I want to look through all of Valerius's books to see if I can find anything that matches the description of what I saw on on his old. Yeah, that's intense stuff. I, I really, I want to do something that's terrible. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. It's, it was like magical castration. <laughs> right. Yeah, you said she was like covered in blood and shit. It was Wait, blood. Like- was nothing compared to what I saw. It was it was like a a thing that was eating her essence. Like I don't know how to describe it. It was horrible. It was horrifying. It was more it was like 
She has like a shocked and confused look on her face. If, like, imagine ah. something able to that can consume like your soul. You know what I mean? Like it that type of depth of of disturbingness. Also, on another note, Aaron uh, dementors wants to yeah yeah like magical mini mini de- nano dementors. <laughs> uh, she changes her tune very quickly and is like, Aaron wants to is down there and. Car gives you a slap on the butt and is like, "Go get them, I, girl!" Guys, I, I, ha- I'm. He owes you like ten dinners or some shit. I'm right? having a very intense, like, young elf moment. I didn't. I think you guys all know. I didn't really date when I was in school and younger. I was kind of obsessed with my books because that was a safe place to be. Um, you know, books are easy and very straightforward. I don't know what to do, and I think i look terrible i need some like Uh, help (laughs) look at who you're talking to (laughs) it's not like we uh, story of our lives yes exactly (laughs) you guys don't i don't know what experience i have to share with you i could be like um i know how to braid hair (laughs) can you like everybody likes that everybody yeah 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 i mean i look over at car and i'm like you are a princess like, you did. <laughs> like, yeah, that all. I, you know, yes, that is true. I mean, I don't often deal with men in that way, you see. That's great. Uh, That's great. My... That means you know how to make sure that I look the best from a woman's perspective or a she dwarf's perspective. She, like, kind of, like, adjusts your robes to, like, make them, like, or, like, your clothes make a little more form-fitting and, like, you know, <laughs> Fluff, the fluffs boobs, the girls. Yeah, fluffs, fluffs the girls. There we go. <laughs> and she's like, uh, you know, something like that. Uh, guys, I would just like to chime in and say I think this is my favorite episode <laughs> we've ever recorded. I would just very, like to say Very role-play heavy. It's really for great. For posterity. So... Carnival kind of like looks up down and she's like never really seen her figure in this way and feels she's like I think I feel even more awkward now (laughs) real talk not once he sees you like that it's like when a girl wears heels for the first time no he's not gonna be able to say anything I mean what did you guys actually do to Arnadel's appearance (laughs) I've just braided your hair okay I love it. She's accentuated your feminine figure. Let's let's All go, right. guys. Are okay, you ready? Yeah. You feel great. You've been accentuated. She right. kisses <laughs> your cheeks to make them look extra rosy. They, which her skin is pale blue. <laughs> this is blue. the best thing that's ever happened to D and D this whole game. You look I'm beautiful, sorry. sweetheart. Okay, so she's like, she's like, okay, you guys will walk with me, right? Like, uh, oh, okay. Arnadel's completely <laughs> forgetting that she just like blasted things and is a badass all she forgets all of this she forgets how intelligent she is and just is like i'm a dummy (laughs) like walks yeah so she she walks down and uh you guys i would assume are either following so she goes to the commons and she's gonna pretend i I was just gonna say if you're gonna go do your thing with uh aaron I'm very tempted to just sneak and eavesdrop. <laughs> oh, God. Because your scenes are just my favorite. <laughs> okay. Kara <laughs> is, like, maintaining, like, a good, like, 15 feet exactly. back. Exactly. Like... We're, we're trailing you. <laughs> oh, oh, God. So you guys are, yeah. like, you know, like, the three stooges? Like, when two of them have their heads, like, poking around and the other one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
So, Arnadel's going to go down to the commons, and her M.O., or she wants it to be perceived that her M.O. is not to find Aaron, but to instead find Valerius, which she conveniently knows is with Aaron. But she's going to, like, kind of, like, okay, she goes and she opens the commons, and she's arrived. So you... Open the door to the commons, which was the same room that you raided for booze the other night. So it is still completely empty. You still hear things moving around and shifting in that little side quarter that belongs to Valerius. Uh, And you see that across multiples of the tables, there are all these parchments and books that have been laid out. And Aaron is standing there sort of like shuffling books back and forth. And at the sound of the door opening, he just like turns and meets your gaze and just instantly, like, drops the book on the table <laughs> like he wasn't paying attention. And just this, like, light comes into his eyes and he just, before you know what's happening, he runs over and is, like, swept you up in a hug. He's like, I can't believe you're you're back. I, I just, oh my god, I, and he sort of, oh like, after letting you go, like, steps back a little bit awkwardly and looks at you. And wait um, before he steps back, you gotta give me a minute. <laughs> okay, yeah, he just yeah so, sweeps pause. You up, sweeps you up and then just insta <laughs> insta that's the first thing he does is drops all the shit he's working on, runs over and just squeezes you. First question to to paint the scene. Does he smell good? <laughs> he smells yeah, great. That's right. He smells Sage like and um, clove and Burgundy yeah, and that's sa- so important. Yeah, mm-hmm. like good. sage and like this—the scent of the like a forest after it rains. Ooh, like, damn, a, like um, oh, yeah. a, con- a conifer forest, right? Yeah, very yeah, coniferous yeah, forest, tiny. very like earthy, warm smells. Okay, very nice. Um, faint scent of campfire. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, we, uh, okay. Our next product on our merch store will be um, Aaron Shadewalker. Cologne. Yeah. Stay tuned. Odie oh, Shadewalker. Oh, Shade oh, God. Um, okay, so in that moment that he embraces me, Arnadel actually embraces back and is... And it, you know, like, the, the... We keep calling them hard hugs. You guys all know what I mean. We all mean by, like, hard hugs, right? Yeah. Where you were squeezing. Um, and it's a, it's a long, a lengthy hug where you just kind of, like, and she breathes. It's a good fucking hug. Yeah, she breathes yeah. in his like. It's a good yeah, hug. Yeah, it's like a moment that they really wanted. To. Yeah. Um. And so she, they. I guess they reluctantly break away. And she. She. Her eyes are just like, like large. Yeah, he. He seems to regain whatever like composure or whatever. Like maybe this isn't the situation. He doesn't know how exactly this what like if this was appropriate and he just sort of steps back and is looking at you just sort of taking you in with this ah she and, gets like, so uncomfortable like trying to like you know like you know when somebody's like complimenting you and you're just like ah don't look at me you and you're like <laughs> yeah um, like, like oh you look absolutely. great today like oh my god don't look at me um this, she's like trying to can you know maintain her composure he he just how are you all right i i've heard some incredible things i i just didn't know what what was going on and i'm so sorry i couldn't be there with you but rem needed me here and i, I are you all right kiss him 
Um, Kiss him, honey. She, no, it's not. Now is not the time. <laughs> I will. I have a. I will let you know when I, Arnadel's ready to kiss him. She's mostly just like, oh man, um, a lot of things. And she wants to explain. She she takes this opportunity to like find level ground of like incredibleness and explain like I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get fired and explains like everything leading up to yeah. all of it. So, well, it's- so you start on all of that explanation, right? And he's totally like gonna lead you to a seat or sit you like try to catch up. And Valerius at that moment storms and is like, Erin, do you have those tomes yet? Are you uh? Oh, hello. Welcome back to the keep. I'm sorry, did you need something, uh, Arnadel? Yes, actually, Valerius, I I came to, I, I would like to help with the research. Aaron looks so disappointed. <laughs> and Valerius is just like, oh, Wonderful. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll come back this way. And he's totally in that like busy mindset, not aware of the social situation at all. Okay. And just ushers you back into she, his he, he like room. walks back in before she does, right? Yeah. So right before um, Arnadel picks up a couple of books and pages um, that she recognizes that might be helpful. And um, she turns around. Um, she has a free arm, by the way. And she grabs, oh god, I'm getting nervous. She like grabs Aaron and pulls her towards him and then plants a big fat one on his mouth. Holy yeah! shit. So he, oh my god, you, you like spin Super him around suave. and he's just. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to roll for how suave this is? Roll a You're going to make me do that. Yeah. Oh gosh, we're going to get a, a good Come on, a don't do this to her first kiss. I did it. <gasps> Everybody oh, has oh, to go through this. Oh my god! I've got to take a picture of this shit. That's a natural twenty. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> natural twenty first kiss. Oh, it's so rare. Yeah. It's so rare. I, I, I don't want to take move a picture. It. Post it immediately. Are flying. Wow! Uh, you do. I need to go buy a lottery ticket of all natural twenties that I needed to roll. <laughs> Most important. This is my favorite episode now too. This is also my favorite episode. So you do that thing where he's turning back to look after Valerius and has that sad expression on his face. And you just deftly like grab the edge of his shirt collar and just tug it a little bit just enough for him to turn around and super surprised. And then you're there. And all of a sudden it's just this melting like for a moment he's like stiff and then just complete like melting into it. Amazing. Do I drop the book? Kiss moment. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but everything in melts. And he just, when you let go and you go walking after Valerius, he looks completely stunned. Uh, just watching you like vaguely go. Didn't, didn't know. You got a little bit more sway in your hips as you walk away. Suddenly, I am loving these braids. Kara and Salye are watching around the corner like, Oh. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm like shaking Kara like this. I'm like, oh my god, she's shaking you back like it happened. <laughs> Kara and Saye, I need you to make a perception check for me, please. Okay. Oh, Ooh, that's hella. It's like a twenty-six. Yeah, that's wait, wait, wait. 
23. Great. So you both are standing on the second level right now outside of the common. So you're in that like balcony that surrounds the top story and has windows that look down into the courtyard. So as you both are like grabbing each other in delight, uh, kind of back from the edge of this common room, you both begin to hear like a cry of a bird and you see all of a sudden in over the center of the courtyard this hawk like begins to spiral above and just makes this sudden dive bomb that lands like in the center of the courtyard just like lands there splayed on the ground and there is nobody else around it Um, and the hawk is sort of like twitching (laughs) on the ground oh my god I run over to it. it. I don't even know there were birds here. Yeah, you're inside a giant cavern. This is weird. Um, so you guys run uh, down to it? Yeah. Arnadel, yeah. you're busy. <laughs> what can I do? I'm uh, busy. <laughs> you're, you're so busy. Do we see it just decide to dive bomb down, or we just notice a bird is falling down? You notice, like, the bird circled overhead one time and then, like, threw itself down oh, on the ground. Okay. Yeah, so it's easier for you to run to the nearest set of stairs and go down in into the courtyard. And you see this, like, red-winged falcon, like, this beautiful bird. Very, like, rare, incredibly weird bird, especially to see in this cavern where there's no sky around it, is lying now. And you see one of its wings as sort of, like twitching on the ground like maybe it's broken and you see that there is a case that's strapped to its leg a message cased oh wow case well i take that off and i try to like help the bird upright can i make a nature check with the bird yeah. make an animal or handling. handling okay or, or oh, oh natural 20 oh shit i got to 21 so between the two of you you figure out that This bird, the way its eyes are kind of like spinning in its head and its heavy breathing, it's almost like this bird is drugged or under some kind of weird spell. It's not acting normal. And you can definitely tell it threw itself on the ground with such force that it shattered a great deal of its bones and you are sure it will never fly again. Oh no, that's so sad. It might die unless it gets serious medical attention. Oh my God. But this bird is, like, out of its mind right now. Knowing that it can never fly again, she takes out a dagger from her boot and, mer- and mercifully yeah. puts it down. You easily, <laughs> even with the crack of your hand, you could just... Oh, God! And- <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, actually, that's exactly what she this, does. She this bird was that. clearly going to die unless, like, a cleric casts some serious shit to fix oh, it. Oh, man. Um, so you put it out of its misery and it hangs limply in your hands and the scroll case is still attached to its leg oh no i took it off okay so you have the scroll case and the bird is dead what does it say i open the scroll you open the scroll and here is what you read in a very flowing elegant handwriting we demand you extradite the criminal Silvar Lafleur to face a trial of peers on the charges of crimes against the Fae. We demand you present your commander, Rem, on the charges of harboring a criminal, operating a mercenary operation without permission of the state, and kidnapping of Isolde Tristane, cousin to the crown. What? 
We expect you to hand them over to our custody in no less than two days' time, or the crown by all its might and divine authority shall resort to extrajudicial means. Oh my god, there's more shit hitting this fan. Stamped. Tara looks at you and is like, what's it say? Stamped by- Oh, I read that out loud. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Stamped by (laughs) Sarina Sariel II and Sarriardin. Can- Well, fuck. Can I make some sort of knowledge to see if those are familiar names? Sure. Uh, Go ahead and make an intelligence save for me. Oh, 21. All right. You recall both of these names being explained to you before. This is essentially the empress and emperor of the plains, the continent you are in. This is one of the highest authority legal documents you have ever seen or received, and they are calling immediately for both Rem and Silvar to be conducted back to the capital for trial. Shit. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, barnacle. Yep. Way to drop these cliffhangers, man. Uh, yeah, so thank you again so much. I have been your dungeon master, Celeste Konowich. I am now your super suave uh, elven warlock, Brittany, playing Arnadella Dill. And I was Sonya Noor, played by Nassim. And I have been your silly, somersaulting <laughs> barbarian, Kara. <laughs> Thank you all. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. And for those of you in the Twitch, thank you so much for watching live. Of course, if you ever want more information, check out theventuremaidens.com. I know Brittany and Nassim are working on some fun YouTube promos coming up eventually To th- as a thank you to yeah. all of these you wonderful YouTube folks who subscribe yeah. to us. You've given us so much support. You guys are great. We want to give you some extra love now that you're giving us some love. I know, it's so great. And all of us, just all the people who follow us on Instagram, on all the, like, all the other platforms we don't address enough, thank you so much. And of course, find more information about us on theventuremaidens.com, follow us on Twitter, at VentureMaidens. We want to talk to you. And you know what? You know what, guys? Until next episode, you know what you should do? Venture You should venture away! Assign the right amount of time for that work. Venture away! Venture away! I like the cowboys of old. I I don't know if Brittany stopped. I did. I do a nice little light bow now. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Venture Maidens podcast. I hope you're as excited as I am for this journey to continue. You can help us out in a big way by leaving some stars and a review on iTunes so we can continue climbing the ladder of relevancy. Another big ass way you can help us is by volunteering to donate to our Patreon. Seriously, a dollar a month gets you all of our bonus content as well as a special place in our hearts for helping this pipe dream grow. While you're at www.patreon.com forward slash venture maintenance, consider checking out the different tiers you can donate to. There are some sweet gifts that we'd seriously love to bestow upon you. Speaking of the World Wide Web, you can find any and all information about the Venture Maidens on our website, theventuremaidens.com. While you're there, click on our awesome network, Don't Split the Podcast Network's logo, so you can check out some other amazing podcasts. As always, thank you to Paul Harping for our introduction and to Dot Anxious Dot for our lovely music. 
Oh, by the way, I have mentioned in the past episodes uh, all of the ways you can find Anxious's music. Anxious's? Anxious. Anxious's music. Um, But now there is an additional route. He is on Spotify now, which is just amazing because I pay premium on Spotify. And now I could just use one app. Um, Seriously, get your buns over there and give him a listen. You will not regret it. Have I ever led you wrong? Let's be honest, have I? I have not. Um, So anyway, that's all for me. And until next time, venture away. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Venture Maidens podcast. Um, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about one of our sponsors um, that help us out with their show called Cobalt Press. Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't. Um, In case you haven't, Cobalt Press is a third-party design company for RPG products that have a range of books and supplements on monsters, adventures, and settings for both Pathfinder and D&D. The Cobalt in Chief is Wolfgang Bauer a well-known game designer who got his start writing for Dungeon Magazine back in 1991. Their premier product is the Midgard setting. It's a game-neutral setting that had a very successful Kickstarter earlier this year. And to help keep Midgard content coming out regularly, they have decided to launch a Patreon that will stream with new material out on a regular basis. Uh, Patreon is similar to a magazine subscription. You get new content based on your donation level. Uh, just a few key points that are very, very exciting. Uh, the new Warlock layers are short 5th edition adventures, uh, part of the Warlock Dark Fantasy Patreon. And the first one is The Clattering Keep by John Sawatsky, who wrote Prepared and Prepared Two Collections of 5e Mini Adventures. Um, there, uh, the Cobalt Press's Patreon's next goal is to add a second layer to the Warlock rewards each month. And you guys can help expand the world of fifth edition dark fantasy by going to that Patreon, uh, type in patreon.com forward slash cobald press.